The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody out there. It's another episode of Let's Talk, but no politics okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, and today's sponsor is Hills, Hills Department Store. Great low prices every day. Uh, Hills Layaway, Christmas season is right around the corner, so check out Hills for a great layaway. Check out the food court. Get yourself a snack for all that holiday shopping, and remember, Hills is where the toys are. So today, we are going to, I don't know if this is going to be a game or just an opinion-based type thing of playing a little thing called, is it a Christmas movie or is it not a Christmas movie? Based all around, uh, you know, is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's going to be the first subject. And today... Once again, I always very thankful for this person. He's always there to be a guest on the show, and it is the better half of retro pop, the better half of history creeps. I won't say the better half of retro bliss, <laughs> but <laughs> Mister Johnny Townsend, how you doing, Johnny? Well, Andrew, I just want to say that I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas, but Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Oh, we're going to dive right into it. I'm coming it. out swinging. I'm, I'm a fighter. I'm a, uh, I'm a swinger. I don't know why I said that. Uh, just a many things <laughs> on, on air. Uh, I'll take it any way I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're just going to jump into it. Oh. Let's do it. Let's do. It. I'm very excited about this. I have very. Uh, I am. I get very passionate about things that don't matter, like this. Uh, so uh, I, I like you know you can have really serious issues going on in this country, and I have very little passion about them. But if you want to talk about if something's a Christmas movie or not, I'm your boy. <laughs> See, my whole impression of everything going on in this country is we need to put this aside and get warp drive. So the Vulcans can come so we can initiate first contact. Oh, yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. But I I love these kind of comparisons or versus things with you because in my mind, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. All right. Well, we can fight about this. Uh, I do feel, when it comes to Die Hard in general, that I am on the side where very little few people are. Like, I think most people would agree with you. That Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, literally, almost all my friends say it's a Christmas movie. I do not think it is one. I just think it just happens to take place near Christmas time. And to me, that does not a Christmas movie make. <laughs> but because <laughs> I mean, technically, I can say uh, you know, Toy Story is a Christmas movie because uh, it huh? ends because it ends at Christmas. Uh, but it's not a Christmas movie. So yeah, but it only ends. I heard is Christmas time, Christmas party. But my argument would be like you don't but, need any Christmas elements for that movie to make that movie. Uh, I don't even think it was released at Christmas. Not that that matters, but uh, it, it, it's it's way more of an. It's a really see. This is the other thing too. I think people think I'm putting the movie down. The movie's great. It's a freaking. I mean, it's got Alan Rickman in it for crying out loud. I love Alan yeah. Rickman. Uh, so I like the movie quite a lot. I have, no, I like Die Hard, but to me, it's not a Christmas movie. It's like it, it when I watch that movie, I don't have any feelings of Christmas come into my soul. Uh, I don't 
feel I feel like you could have this movie take place during any any time and it would still be the same movie. Like it wouldn't change the feel of it. All except for maybe when he says like or, you know, he leaves a note on a guy that says ho 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 or whatever. Uh <laughs> except for little things like that. It's you know, it's it, to me it's not, but I at the same time when I say this audience, just know uh if you want to watch this movie during Christmas, watch it during Christmas. I mean, who cares? Whatever makes you happy. You just know that in your heart of hearts, in your criteria, it does is not a Christmas movie. Because that was one of the things when I thought of this idea was I was going to come up with the criteria. I okay. was going to be Mr. Dictator and I was going to tell you guys what a Christmas movie was and what it needed to do. But then I felt that's wrong. I want to hear from everybody's opinion on if it is a Christmas movie or not. And I'm glad that you voiced it. And I could see where you're getting at. Uh, is well, that's, that's a good point you're leading to there. I think everybody has their own opinion on what makes a movie a Christmas movie, right? Like we all have different uh, boxes that we like to check. Is this a Christmas movie type of thing? Uh, so I'm very curious what your, what your criteria was going to be. I think the majority of the movie has to be in a Christmas type setting. Is Christmas, is Christmas at least in kind of the background? Is it the majority of the time Christmas? Like Die Hard, like you said, it could happen anytime, but it happened during a Christmas party. Because when yes. is when is the giant corporation most vulnerable? When they're especially in the 1980s, when everybody's drinking and getting coked out of their minds. So that is the best time to storm into Nakioma Towers and take it over. Yeah, see, see, my definition of a Christmas movie would be that to call it a Christmas movie, Christmas has to be a very important part of it like it has to it has to be something about the spirit of christmas or something like christmas has to be very vital to it to the whole to the plot to the whole thing um but now when i say that i'm sure if i bring up a movie you could probably tear it apart from what i just said <laughs> just know i'm a hypocrite <laughs> so uh but he is going to california to be with his family at christmas time and he does have the present in the limo, the giant teddy bear. That is true. For yes. one of his kids. So, yes, that that's fair and that's true. He does do those things. And again, like you said, this takes place during a Christmas party at an office. I mean, all those things are true. I will never say those <laughs> things are not true. But I will say that I it just like I don't feel like Christmas is an important part. I'm not learning a lesson in this movie. Uh, like this movie's not, uh, I mean, Die Hard's not trying to teach you anything. It's just there to entertain you. Uh, and keep it, your shoes on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and again, I cannot stress this enough. I like Die Hard. It has actors in it that I really like. It has Rickman right. in it. It has freaking uh, Carl from yes. Family Matters in it, for crying out loud. But anything he's show. in, I'm, I'm going to like. So uh, I have nothing against this movie. I like this movie a lot, but I just do not think it's a Christmas movie. It doesn't. I don't come away from it learning uh, like anything about Christmas or the spirit of Christmas. It does take place during Christmas, but to me, that's about as far as it can go. And it just has slight, small elements just because it just happens to take place there uh, during that time. It's not tr it's not sitting there trying to say, um, you know, uh, like Ernest Saves Christmas is obviously a Christmas movie. 
I mean, it's 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 definitely that. Like, there's no ands, hips, or buts. He even has the word Christmas in the title of the film, uh, of, of the work of art. I say, <laughs> uh, uh, but like, it's 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 teaching you stuff. Like, you feel. Um, I'm speaking for myself. I feel warm and fuzzy uh, when there's certain moments during that movie. Um, Die Hard just just is just a fun movie to watch. Like, I don't feel like it's trying to teach me anything or or trying to evoke the the spirit of Christmas or the feeling of Christmas. Uh, but I would, again, I would never take away anything from anybody who's has like a yearly tradition of watching Die Hard this time of year. Cause maybe for you, that does make you feel like it's Christmas and I'm not going to take it away from you. I'm a Die Hard Christmas watcher. See, I won't I take it away from you. It makes you happy, every, man. Watch it. <laughs> I watch it every year. Uh, here's another one. I'm going to throw up a softball. And this okay. one irritates me that every time Christmas comes around, I have to hear this. It's, it's a recent movie. Uh, it's Frozen. Okay. Frozen, in my, my mind, is 100% not a Christmas movie just because there's snow and ice in it. And here I go breaking down a criteria that it might sound hypocritical. Just because it has snow, ice, whatever, there is nothing to do with Christmas in it, but yet I see it every year more and more be associated with Christmas. I feel Frozen's way more of a winter movie uh, than a Christmas movie, personally. Uh, and I, I know a lot of people hate Frozen. I get it. Uh, but I think both Frozen 1 and 2 are very fun movies. Um, and they do, and they are trying to show, have some heart in them. Uh, but I'm with you on this. I do not... I never once even thought they were Christmas. I didn't even know anybody was trying to claim that they were Christmas movies. Uh, but you know, they're just cold. They're just movies that take place during the winter time, in my in my opinion. Yeah, I see it like on Disney Plus. Like uh, I think it was last year. I was flipping through, got the kids and my wife. The kids are getting older, so my wife is still doing the. We need to spend family time when. Yeah. My kids are doing the nobody believes in you know who. I'm just going to go that route just in yeah. case there is any small children listening. And uh, we don't want to do this. We don't want to listen to this. And then so, you know, you flip through Disney Plus and you try and find a movie. And then all of a sudden I think at Christmas I saw Frozen. I'm like, it's not even a, a – I could see if it was the Christmas holiday special. Yeah. That works, but Frozen as a movie, I'm not thinking Christmas throughout that whole entire time. Same. Yeah, we're in agreement here on this one. That is a softball. Uh, it is not a Christmas movie. Uh, I don't, honestly, I've never even heard anybody thinking it was. Uh, I think sometimes Disney Plus just tries to, uh, you know, put stuff. They want more titles in a, in a, in a line, which Disney has plenty of Christmas stuff themselves. Yeah. So why they would do that, I don't know. But it, it's it's this. It's the money. Oh man, yeah, uh, that's the thing you can say. I frozen uh, made the butter, man. I made the butter. That's yeah. a ching, you know, that's a ching ching uh, cash register sound for frozen for sure. Let's go with super. I, I I just when I was doing, I did like a little bit of research on this, and here's one. We're gonna go superhero route. Is Batman um, Batman Returns? I knew this was coming. You knew it was coming. Yes. Okay. All right, so, oh, man, I love Batman Returns. Uh, I like it more than the first Tim Burton Batman. I think Batman Returns, I like even more. I, I'm i weird like that, and I know I'm alone in that, uh, but I thought that um, the portrayal of Penguin on there was just so amazing. Like, uh, yes. Danny DeVito is an incredible, like, he, almost felt like he was made to play Penguin, and 
that casting was like pitch perfect. So uh, that and it, the whole movie does take place over Christmas. Like it is a big part of the setting of it. From what it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, I'm trying to remember. Um, but uh, I definitely remember Christmas time being a part of it. Uh, man, see that's hard. That's just again, I might even say that it's kind of in the same field as Frozen, though. Uh, in that it's just uh, takes place during when it's cold. And Gotham, you never ever hear Gotham City uh, characterized as a as a warm place. <laughs> like, no matter which you know uh, which version of Gotham City you're getting, it's never like it's never depicted during the summertime and the daylight <laughs> where everybody's out you know uh, playing in the field. It's always dark and cold at night, and you know and drug dealers are on the streets and that type of thing. So. Uh, I'm very curious what you think. Is this a, is is Batman? I'll watch it anytime because I like the movie, so I'm not mad at people watch it. But uh, I never once thought it was a Christmas movie, uh, but I can be convinced on it. But in fairness, I'm also a, a Batman nerd, so I got for for it to be a Christmas movie. Like I consider Die Hard more of a Christmas movie than. Definitely Batman Returns because I felt there was more of a Christmas element. The only Christmas element that I can really like gathered from Batman was or Batman Returns, sorry, is when they light the Christmas tree and the circus clowns and all the circus performers, I believe, like jump out from behind the tree and all of a sudden they just start attacking everybody. Yeah. That was the only thing when I was looking at stuff going, was there any Christmas elements in this movie? And that was the only one that I could think of. It wasn't like Batman dressing up as Santa Claus and going out to hand out presents. Then I could see that being a but I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess in fairness, if I kept my criteria that I've mentioned before, uh, does this have like, is Christmas, the Christmas spirit, is this a main uh, thing? Is it trying to teach you anything? Is it trying to show you uh, some lessons with Christmas spirit or heart or, you know, or loving each other or the true meaning of Christmas, that type of deal, then Batman Returns does not at all tick those boxes. It's just a more of a time frame of when this story just happens to be happening. That is 100%. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, we're in agreement on this one. This is definitely not. And I do kind of, I enjoy Batman Returns the video game more than the Batman Sunsoft game. If we're going <laughs> to, if I can give you that. That's a fun game. Yeah, to beat them up, it's, that's yeah. a real fun game. Yeah. Matter of fact, I wanted it for Christmas one year and I did not get it, but stay tuned for that. That's going to probably be on the next next Christmas special that I'm doing uh, next week. So, uh, uh, what do, um, here we go. Criteria. That's, I'm looking at my list. Uh, Gremlins. Okay, here's another one too. Uh, all right, I'm going to also. I'm going to. Okay, <laughs> I'm full of controversy, so I'm probably perfect yes. for this show for you. Uh, I happen to love and put up to some weird, strange pedestal. Gremlins two, uh, way more than the first Gremlins. <laughs> I agree. The first Gremlins is, is is fine. I like it. Uh, but I just adore the second one because it's just so camp and so fun. Uh, and it's just like, it's, it's almost as if they were just throwing everything against the wall just to see what would stick. And it's <laughs> and they went everywhere with that one. And even the side note, the uh, video game for it is really, really good too. Uh, but 
Yeah, but the first one does take place during Christmas. <sighs> I know a lot of people do consider it a Christmas movie. Um. Okay, here's the thing, too. A lot of people also consider it a horror film. Yes. Um. Okay, for me, if anybody knows me, I am not a horror person. Uh, I could care less, unless it's a horror comedy. Then mm-hmm. those I can be talked into. Shaun of the Dead, freaking love Shaun of the Dead. That's just for example, movie. that's such a good movie. Uh, you know, just, I'm just throwing it out as an example. Um, Gremlins, I would say, has some comedic elements to it, especially when I get to Gremlins too. They definitely were playing for comedy on that one. Oh yeah, uh, uh, but um, so I again. This movie, but at the same time, if if I happen to like horror films, uh, this would probably be one I would watch every Christmas. Uh, you know, just to get my horror fix in for Christmas time. Uh, though I did hear Krampus is pretty funny. I probably should try to watch it, but I have it. Yeah, it's. I watched it. Just I watched it because I, um, I'm I'm pretty much a German descent. <laughs> I come from a place where. Everybody's everybody's mostly Italian or Polish, and they got like these great Christmas traditions, like um, uh, the Italian the Italian song of Dominic the Donkey, and they're like, "Oh, Dominic the Donkey, he's the Italian Christmas donkey. He helps Santa across the Alps." And I'm like, "I'm German, I don't have anything." And then I learned about Krampus, and that's when I was like, "Oh." It's it's an absolute horrible background story, but at least I can like get some tradition out of it. Yeah. So I watched Krampus, and it was funny. My daughter was, I want to say, eight or nine at the time. She did not find it as funny as I did when we watched it. She was a little bit freaked out by it, but that is definitely definitely how I feel about Krampus. Gremlins uh, to it. I love Gremlins too. I mean, anything that you can incorporate Grandpa Munster and Hulk Hogan into one movie. Yes. That's a win win. Yes. Classic, classic. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Gremlins is a Christmas movie in my book. For the simple fact, Gizmo is given as a Christmas present. Yes, that that's fair. I was going to say that um, he technically, he the reason he even exists in this movie is as a Christmas gift. Yeah. So like that bar, that's why I can be argued into it for this one. Uh, out of the ones you've named so far, this is the one that I feel that I could be turned on. <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, but it's, man, I just never, it, this is very opinionated, obviously, and very, you know, you know, subject to whatever your how you grew up, what you're, uh, you know, what what you watched growing up, that type of type of thing, and this, and that was never one that I had to watch every year. Like it just, I just saw it like once or twice growing up, and that was about it. Yeah, I, I definitely consider this a Christmas movie because he was given as a present, and I could go. There's so many questions I have about this movie as well, especially with the whole midnight thing, and I'd love to do a whole episode on that. But yeah, there's uh, a lot of questions. You're right, like. uh like technically it's always after midnight, right? Yes. <laughs> it was my number one. And like 
how the, the how wet like is it just a drop is it more yeah. there's a lot of unanswered questions about the Gremlins yes. universe yes uh <laughs> but this to me is a, definitely a christmas movie there's so much christmas elements in it kind of like a die hard with a family uh tons of christmas decorations and he's give, if Gizmo. If Gizmo wasn't given as a gift, I could see it being separate. But to me, since Gizmo was given as a gift to Billy, I will say it is a Christmas movie in my mind. I'm just I, I, I'm way less uh, opinionated about it than I am like Die Hard. So, <laughs> so if you want to say like if you want me to say that it is, I'll totally be like, yeah, that's fine. No, I just want you I, I don't care. I don't, I, don't, I don't care about that one one way or the other. I just think it's a fine film, but I love the second one better, which I'm sure to some people means I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I remember growing up and uh, going to my dad's house and he had a cheater box and Gremlins 2 was on pay-per-view and I watched it every single time it was on to the point where he told me that I needed to go find something else to watch. That's how much it was. I liked it so much that I remember that it came on. We used to, you know, we had cable, but we would get like these free preview weekends of like HBOs and your showtimes and stuff. And so when that would happen, we would get blank VHS tapes and tape stuff (laughs) off of there. And that was one of them we taped. I remember that and, Return of the Jedi, oddly enough, were two of them that I just, those were taped. My parents were awesome enough to tape those for me, and I ruined those tapes. I watched those things, both of those, over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I was doing, uh, I was just thinking about that because I was tearing 80s cartoons for another for another episode on um, that I do for Helium Radio Network, and I was doing the tears. And I was, and Gummy Bears came up. And the only time I got to watch Gummy Bears as a kid was when it was the free Disney preview. So I understand 100% what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Uh, I definitely remember the Disney previews for sure. Uh, I just thought of a good one. Let's see what else we got going on here. All right, here's another one. Kind of, I would say, in the mold of Gremlins is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, if you were going to bring this one up, I was. So Okay. Um, all right, to me, this is a rare film in which I am okay watching it either Halloween season or Christmas season. I kind of think it fits both. Uh, Jack learns a lesson in it. There's Christmas spirit. Santa Claus is in it. Yes. Uh, and there's elements of Halloween in it. So if you want to argue for either one, totes fine by me. Uh, I I haven't watched it yet. I plan to watch it. I usually do watch it between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I guess technically I consider it a Christmas movie. And to back that up, on Netflix, they just released, it's only two episodes, but they just released a uh, Christmas movies that made us. Oh, did they? Yeah, and it's just two episodes. One's about Elf, and the other one's about The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, uh, even Netflix thinks it is. <laughs> uh, I am... Uh, I I really love this movie, so... Uh, to me, this is, you know, this is one of the better things that... 
even though Tim Burton didn't direct it, it's definitely got his feel to it. Uh, I I like this movie a lot. Uh, this is a this is also, and this may be too why I feel this way. Uh, this kind of uh, alludes to uh, Christmas memories, but one of the Christmas gifts I got one year was that movie <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> i i can go either way with this one as well is um it's it's either one you can watch it at halloween time you can watch it at christmas time there's really no 100% way around it either way santa once santa claus i think enters the picture in any movie you have to you you have to label it a Christmas movie, but then it's also a Halloween movie. And I think it is for the people that want it kind of both. You know, yeah. it, it it like you said, it was a great lesson. He wanted he wanted more, he wanted something different. He found Christmas. He found out that the grass isn't always greener on the other side as the message. And but it's it's a it's definitely a Christmas movie. It has Christmas in the title, so I, yes, I believe. That's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I definitely got to go with that one. I just had another one in my head just a little bit ago, and I completely it keeps on slipping. But we're gonna go. What do you think about Home Alone one and two? All right. So I always and I've so just as I'm saying this, I've already watched them. Okay. Uh, they are a Thanksgiving time movie for me, and by that I mean. I always watched them the, either the day of Thanksgiving or like a few days afterwards. That's what I, that's what I did this year, and it's because those are the gateway movies for me to get me into the Christmas feeling of that 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 rush, that spirit, and feeling of Christmas. I watch them every year. I do personally feel the Christmas movies. Kevin loves Christmas. He's yeah. all about Christmas. He's learning lessons the whole time. Uh, it's definitely about family. Uh, there's a lot of family involved with these. I don't feel these could take place during any other time than Christmas. Um, it's the best. Thing. <laughs> it's the best thing Donald Trump ever did. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just it's just the the feeling of Christmas is so much there, and there's just so many people who watch these. I went to the theater with my parents to see these, so I love these movies. They and I always will. Man, they're so good. These are, I don't think people even realize, especially people younger than us, how big of a hit these movies were. Oh, they're huge. They were humongous. Uh, they were smash hits, as they as they say. Uh, I love these movies. One hundred percent say they're Christmas films, uh, and I cannot be convinced otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah, they're both Christmas films, and I was just thinking maybe because. You got to think, when else would Kevin be able to do any of this? And then I was thinking, yeah. in the same mold as A Nightmare Before Christmas, could you imagine a Home Alone, like, for Halloween? That he's doing stuff in the neighborhood? That would be kind of crazy. I don't think it had the same feel. No? Yeah, I mean, I would watch it, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, but I don't feel it would be the same, though. It's Because he, I mean, the movie just... States that he loves Christmas, like that's just his big. I mean, even the second one, it's just mad that they're going to a warm state. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because no snow. But he doesn't want palm trees as a Christmas tree. 
So uh, it, it, I I I love those movies. They're Christmas movies all the way. Yeah, definitely one hundred percent Christmas movies. I those like you said was um, just everything about them. I only went to go see Home Alone one in the movie theater, so everything else was way. Home Alone 2 was one of those things that I saw, and they're not the best video games. Am I frozen now? No, you're not. You're not frozen anymore. <laughs> you were though. All right, you were frozen for me for there for a short period there too. Okay. Right. Uh, I'll have to mark that somewhere for Matt to get doing. But I th do you have any before we go that you, that we didn't hit on that you wanted to hit on as well? I think the main thing when it comes to Christmas movies is how do they make you feel when you watch them? If you want to think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie, even if I don't, that's fine. I don't care. If it makes you feel good, it makes you feel that get that Christmas spirit going on, then, uh, you know, ho, 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 uh, watch that movie. I don't get, you know, um, it doesn't bother me. It's, it, I, Christmas is my favorite time of the year always has been uh, it's my favorite holiday uh, Halloween is second for me and then it's Christmas is number one um, it's just uh, so many movies evoke this like I've literally I literally have a almost, it's, it might as well be like a checkoff list of movies I watch every year I mean the Home Alone films Ernest Saving Christmas uh, you know uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, Miracle on 34th Street I always watch uh, you know I just, there's just all these movies it's a wonderful life there's just all these movies that are these that bring these Christmas feelings to me, and I just have great memories of them too. Uh, either watching them with the family or or or, or whatever. Um, there's some new ones that come along. I think Elf is one of yes. the newer ones. Uh, I mean, that was made in like the early 2000s, I think, and that's definitely become a Christmas classic now. Uh, there was one that literally just came out last year, I believe it was. I think it's just called Claws on Netflix, and it's an animated one that's really, really good. I highly recommend it. It's crazy awesome. Uh, so, uh, and this isn't even this is just the movies. I mean, what about the the specials? Uh, yeah. You know, you, of course you had Charlie Brown's, obviously, uh, but like the Garfield Christmas special. Man, I love that, that is one. Classic. That's a classic to me too. Where they go to. They go to with John to his family farm, and everybody's there, including Grandma and all that. That's just man, so many more memories of that one. Frosty, the original Frosty. No, you know, is, is that a Christmas? I, that's the one that I was thinking of. Do you consider that Christmas, or is that more in the mold of Frozen? I think it's Christmas because Santa Claus is there. He shows up. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. So at the end, yeah, he definitely shows up in the end and saves Frosty. Uh, so I would say yes. If it wasn't for that, then you know it's kind of borderline. 
because uh, <laughs> it would always play. I mean, always it was always for the longest time they would play that, and then right next to it, right after it'd be Rudolph, uh, with the two they would play back to back for whatever reason. Well, and they're both beloved to me. I always watch both of those every year. I got the DVD, so I could do that. But I think that's one thing that makes me kind of sad too. You know, they this is the first year in which you know Charlie Brown's Christmas isn't going to be shown on TV. It is. You know, Apple got Apple got the rights to it, and uh, oh, did they decide they were going to show it? They decided they, they were going to show it. Enough people okay, were like, "You can't take this away from it. us." <laughs> yes, <laughs> as they should. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just wild. I mean, these are just these traditions. You know, I, I guarantee you, the guys like the people who made Rudolph didn't think that you know, sixty years from there. From, you know, that was made in the 60s, you know, or whenever that was made. The stop motion thing, like people would still hold it in such a high place that they do. And we do. It's such a great little piece of art that Rudolph is. And uh, so I'm just so happy with this time of year because <laughs> all these great movies and these uh, uh, these little these little specials that would come out come out are just such a huge part of me growing up, honestly, were, were these things. So. Uh, I'm all about these. I'm, I'm big. Mine that I got to watch, I got to watch Die Hard. I got to watch National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Story is something that my wife really enjoys, and my like stepmom is obsessed with it. So it's one of those things that I'll watch, but I'll watch it when it does the TNT does the loop. Right. And then also, uh, what else was there? Uh, Elf is one that you definitely got to watch. But then there's one, I don't know if you remember it. It's probably, I'm guessing late 80s, early 90s is the Claymation Christmas. I bet I've seen it. uh, The bells. The one bell is kind of doofy looking. There's the bells in there. The California Raisins were in there. I think Uh, I only saw it once. Yeah, I actually found the DVD of that on, on Amazon a couple of years ago just so I could watch that. And my kids hate it. My wife says it's stupid. My daughter is the only one that watches it. So I try and watch that with her once a year. But she's getting older and it might be getting stupid to her too. I can't believe neither one of us mentioned the Star Wars Christmas special. I was you going know. to. It was on my, <laughs> it was on my list, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> oh, man, what a uh, what a... What a piece of art there that is. Yeah. Um, uh, you've seen it, right? I I have seen it. Yes. In the infant days of YouTube, I was yes, uh, same. <laughs> I was doing. I was working. Uh, I was working in an office, and uh, it was when I was in the Marines. I was working in an office, and it was way out of what my job was supposed to be. So they gave me like this Fisher Price desk in a corner with a computer and was like, don't hurt yourself anymore and sit here and you can do some things if we need you to. Yeah. So, and I wasn't able to do any of the training or exercises because I was on, uh, because I was injured. So I would just sit there while they were away and I'd go on YouTube and I stumbled across it and I was like, I'm going to watch this because it was like a unicorn. And I'm sitting there watching, and I yeah, and I'm just it was the most horrible. It's it's, it's not good. No, not, but I, I will say, I will say they literally just put out this year, and I think it just came out like a week or so ago. Lego on one. 
on Disney Plus. There's a Lego one that's really, really good. I watched it. I really liked it. If you're a Star Wars fan, there's a lot of great Star Wars jokes in there. Uh, my favorite's being the collar rampant on a shirt thing. Like I laugh like crazy with that. Uh, but it's really, really good, and I do recommend it. It's very fun. The whole family can watch it. It's really funny. I love the part with uh, Guido when they're all on Tantooine, and Guido sees two Han Solos, and they're like, who shoots first? And that, <laughs> that was probably my favorite part. My son had me watch, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I've, I'm, like, traumatized from the last Star Wars holiday special. I don't want to watch this. And my son was like, I want to watch it. And I was like, good. I'm going to watch it. I don't feel like moving too much yet. So if I can lay here and watch this with them, it would be great. And we watched it, and it was really great. Way better than it. Well, what got me going with the Lego one is the minute they mentioned Life Day, I was like, yes. I don't want anything. I was like, this is going to be horrible. Absolutely <laughs> horrible because that was the whole premise of the first one. Yep. The only, the only good about the first holiday special it was the first time anybody got to see Boba Fat. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. probably what it's, it's if it, you know, and it was an animated form of all things. Yeah. And he was uh, beating on an animal. Yeah. That, you definitely can't do that today. Yeah. Uh, and if this will be another topic for another day, uh, but we'll t- talk about a character that people love that really in the movies didn't do jack squat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like he just looked cool. It's all thing he was was he looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, but the holiday. Oh my goodness. They actually did a review on it on uh, Massacre on rental reviews, and they pretty much said the same thing. It's absolutely horrible. It's borderline creepy at certain points. And it, yeah, and and uh, Lucas tries to act like it doesn't exist. <laughs> Basically, it's not a part of anything. Even though, if you go back and watch it, they spared no expense because during the time uh, they had the stars of the movie in it. Uh, they, I mean, they had some other big stars at the time or in this thing. So it's not like they didn't have star power in it. They definitely, certainly did. But when, like most of your movie, is just is just you know. Uh, you know, Chewbacca and his family talking, and you don't know what they're saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so when Matt posted it on the Matt Johnson, your co-host from Retro Pop, he posted it on uh, a group in Facebook, and all of a sudden I seen it, and I was like, "Don't watch it." He was like, "Oh, I've never seen it before. I'm watching it now." I'm like, "Just turn it off." I was like, "Watch the Last Jedi. Watch something completely different." And he was like, "It can't be that bad." I'm like, "It's so bad. George Lucas won't even talk about it." Yeah, it doesn't exist according to him. No, it is not <laughs> canon. I think Gene's yes. guy is more canon now yes. than the yes. Christmas special. Yeah. yeah, they'll recognize the Gene guy well before they'll recognize that oh. what they did then. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Gene guy, how would you like to be Gene guy? What a what a hero we can all believe in. Oh my goodness! All I'm thinking when I'm watching, I was like, they need a new stagehand and they need a new person doing the editing. Who two job openings in one day for this guy? Yeah, that's on the Mandalorian. For those who don't know, uh, there's a scene I think it's one of the newest episodes as of this recording where you can see like half of a guy who's just not dressed up at all. He's obviously a stagehand or something, and he's wearing jeans, so he became known as the Jean Guy to everybody in the Star Wars universe. And uh, even he's even got his own Twitter now. And uh, really? yes, it's, it's quite funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw fan art from Gene Guy because all you see is like one of his legs and his shoulder, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's all you see. Uh, but it really reminded me of, uh, you know, you remember when Game of Thrones was out and it was so huge, yeah. 
but they would constantly have little things like that that they screwed up on when they're editing. They'd be like little like a, you know, things that shouldn't be in a shot that were, were in the shot because they didn't get them out in times. I think once was like a coffee cup, I believe, was in one of the shots, that type of deal. Uh, but that's another fun thing to talk about. Uh, this episode's going to be me bringing up uh, topics for you. Yeah. Uh, it's like mess up some movies like that. The one that I remember very well is uh, there's this movie called Glory, and it's like a civil war. It's about the civil war. And it's about the first all-black regiment. It's really, really good. It's got Denzel Washington in it, and he's freaking incredible. It's got uh, Matthew Broderick. It's a really, really good movie. Uh, but there's a scene where this takes place during the Civil War. This is the 1860s. This is when this is. <laughs> Literally over 150 years ago. And there's one scene where one of the guys, you can plainly see it, because they don't even, I guess they, they didn't catch it. It's like he's raising his fist up to cheer on these other soldiers. And you clearly see this really nice Timex watch uh, just right there on his arm for the world to see. Uh, but there's all kinds of really funny things. Uh, isn't there enough in Star Wars, the first one, uh, like a stormtrooper hits his head or something? Yeah. One of the when the first scenes were with Darth Vader. So there's all kinds of really fun things in the history of cinema that I'm glad that are that are still there. That's why I don't like this whole going back and trying to retouch stuff up. Like it's... I mean, just let it be what it was. <laughs> yeah, just let the imperfections go. I remember the uh, the ghost, the supposed ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. And they just out at the cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah. Or the, uh, oh man, or there's all kinds of them for Wizard of Oz. Yeah. There's all kinds of them for that one. The electrocution and the hanging are the two that yeah. I remember. Yeah, when it's actually the hanging, I think it's like a, there's like a giant bird back there. That's what it is. It's like a pelican or something. Oh. People think it's a, something else <laughs> yeah. oh see when i when we saw because obviously as kids uh me and my friend did it and we slowed it down as when they were going i think it was after the tin man they're going down the yellow brick road and you just see this it looks like a guy just swing yeah it, it does look like that it definitely does look like that uh one of the things that's <laughs> uh, one of the things that's forever this to be the last thing I'll talk about, but I have to bring this up. It's an animation. When this happens in animation, it feels way more on purpose, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but there's, a, I don't know if it's in the version now. They may have cleaned this up, and I'm going to assume they have. But I remember when The Little Mermaid came out on DVD, and I was over at my co-host uh, of Retro Bliss, Trevor's house. When we, he was growing up, I was over at his house all the time, we hit me, him, and his brother. And we... <laughs> And we had heard this rumor that there's an incident, spoiler alert for this movie that came out in the early 90s, uh, where, uh, you know, they're going to get married, and there's a really short priest guy. He's like a, oh, a short guy, and he's a priest. And if you, <laughs> and if you pause it in slow mode at the right time, you can see him getting uh, very, very happy in his pants, if you know what I'm saying. And it was 100% true. <laughs> Because there was a lot of that, or just uh, just to go off, there was the one where the the, the palace looked a little too veiny. Yeah. We'll say, we'll yeah. say, we'll go that route just to keep it as PG thirteen as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff like that in Disney lore with their animated movies. Uh, you know, like one of them's uh, the Rescuers or the Rescuers Down Under. I don't remember which one oh, it is. Yeah. But there's oh, a scene dude. where if you pause it the right time, you'll see some just straight out nudity. <laughs> like through an apartment window. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole episode again on this one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really, really fun. Yeah, yeah. Have me back on that one. That's fun talk. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once again for coming on, Mr. Johnny Townsend. 
I, I feel like I have to call you Mr. Johnny Townsend. I just feel like, um, like almost like you're some like seventies DJ. Like you, you're like you're like you're I like when I say your name in my head, I always try. I I have to remove the jamming because I do in my head say jamming Johnny Townsend because it just sounds right. So (laughs) that's why that's why I call you Mister Johnny Townsend because I'm trying to remove the jamming Johnny Townsend out of it. The jamming. Hey, if you want to call me Jamming Johnny, I'm all for it. I loved NBA Jam growing up. It's one of my favorite video games of all time. I consider it an honor. Well, yeah, that's right. You're a huge basketball fan, so you could be. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely start calling you Jamie John, uh, Jamming Johnny Townsend. All I, the time. I, I like Jamie Johnny too. <laughs> Jamie, that's night I love pajamas. I love that's pajamas. Playing basketball. <laughs> At about seven thirty, you become Jamie Johnny Townsend, but during the day, you're Jamming Johnny Townsend. That's right. When the sun's out, I'm Jamming. When the, when the sun's down, I'm Jamie. <laughs> You got anything you want to tell the listeners about that you're doing? Or uh, Yeah, check out my other shows on this very same network. Uh, that would be History Creeps is where we talk about just the weird, strange things that happen in history. Uh, Retro Bliss is where we talk about old school video games. And Retro Pop, where me and Matt discuss uh, just different things, like the history of different things in pop culture. Yes. The lawsuit is still going through too. That's why. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in a uh, we're in a fierce legal battle with Andrew here. <laughs> that's, two, obviously, uh, that's obviously tested the the strengths of our friendships. Uh, yeah, yeah. And who knows where this is going to end? But it won't be pretty. Well, my lawyer said I had to have you come on in good faith, so that way yeah. when help out the lawsuit. And my lawyer just stopped returning my calls. <laughs> And said, leave me alone, please. <laughs> and with that being said, I'd like to thank everybody that is going to listen and is listening. And I'd like to say good morning, good afternoon, and good night. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.